Aloha! Welcome to the Arrogant Healthcare Marketing Bastards podcast. This is Chris Bevelo. I am president of Interval. Uh, we are the healthcare marketing firm that puts on the podcast. This is episode 243 for the week of September 22nd. Joining me today via via internets are... Interwebs. Jackie Olson, account manager with Interval. And uh, Adam Meyer, principal at Interval. Howdy. Hey. Hello. Long time no talk. It is. We skipped another week, didn't we? We or one or two, but one works. I think I think we skipped one this time, but we've skipped a couple before that. We're very choppy, and we apologize for that. It's been um, mm-hmm. quite the odyssey to get us to where we are today to, for our special episode, which is going to focus on our new book. But getting to that point was an odyssey. Is that a positive way to put it? Is that appropriate? Accurate? Yeah, it's pretty intense. What is the definition of odyssey? Uh, a long journey fraught with challenges, but in the end, you have a book? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like well, Homer? then yes, that sounds right. <laughs> I think it's just a long journey of discovery. I don't know. It's good. You should look that up. I'll look it up right now. Have you guys ever read Homer's Odyssey? Odyssey. Probably in school, but I don't remember it. Yeah, I don't remember it either. It was full of adventures and challenges yeah. and trials and a lot there's you just you pretty much just said the Miriam Webster Webster uh, definition verbatim. Did I? A long, nice. jer- a, a long journey full of adventures is the first definition. Nice. <clears throat> a series of that- experiences that give knowledge or understanding to someone is the second. Yeah. Main definition. You do, you are supposed to come out of it with like learnings like enlightened. You're supposed to be enlightened in some way or another. But it doesn't necessarily have to end up with a book. Is that in the definition? No, the book has nothing to do with it. <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, so let's see. We've got some announcements before we um, we get to our special edition. Uh, I am still speaking. In fact, when this is posted, depending on when it's posted, I will either be speaking or have spoken at Whippermas with Chris Boyer. That's actually taking place on uh, September 24th. So... Uh, you may be listening to this before, during, or after that. Just depends. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're speaking. We're doing a digital marketing makeover, two and a half hour workshop. So that'll be fun. Always love going to Wisconsin Whippermiss, which stands for the Wisconsin Healthcare Public Relations and Marketing Society. puts on a fantastic conference, probably one of the best that I've attended. And I've attended at least two or three dozen across the country. Uh, mm-hmm. They really do a good job. Yeah. You've been Jackie, right? You've been to one with me. It's it's been a few years, but yeah, they yeah. they put on a they put on a great conference. They do. They have they have uh, good speakers from around the country. They have uh, a banquet night where everybody dresses up, really dresses up. Uh, it's just really fun. They really celebrate what they do, and it's it's fun to be a part of it. So that'll be neat. Do it well. What mm-hmm. what, uh, what city is what city that, do they usually do it in? Well, it, it, it travels around, so I've been to it when it's been in Milwaukee, Madison, uh, Green Bay. This time, it's out in the Wisconsin Dells at a, at a resort. And I'm not mm-hmm. sure what the town name is. I don't think it matters, just the Wisconsin Ooh. Dells. You going to do some water slides? Uh, I, I may yeah. indeed do some water slides. <laughs> yeah, water park we, action? 
we speak in the afternoon and then we're done and we leave the next day. So we might have some free time. Oh, were you, you were you on a boat in Wisconsin this weekend? I, I was. I, a, I thought I saw a selfie of you on Facebook. It was. And, I, and it appeared that you were on a boat. And and many people thought I was oh. on a boat with John Hamm. <laughs> oh, I saw that. So, and the guy, um, his name's Dave, and he is uh, the partner of a, somebody that we all know, Julie. You guys know Julie. I won't, I won't put oh, last yeah. names out there, um, though you could probably go to my Facebook feed and find it. Uh, <laughs> so Julie's a, a good friend of my fiance, and she's worked with us at Interval, and her husband, um, he actually does look like John Hamm, especially with the sunglasses on. So we were uh, we were we spent the day on a boat on Lake Superior fishing. It was phenomenal. Oh, fun! Yeah, it looked like a looked look like a big boat or a decent like sized boat. I thought it looked like you were on a bus. What I should I have thinking? put I should have put fishing in Ashland. Yeah, because it's it's not really clear what's going on there. But uh, <laughs> no, it was it was boating and it was or fishing. It was kind of fishing I hadn't done before. Um, with downriggers and things where they have like eight lines in the water and it's all spread. It's really, it looks complex and it is a little bit complex. I had no idea what they were doing when we started, but by the end of the day, I probably could have set up a lot of it. So it's not that complicated, but it's really cool. What kind of fish are they pulling? Are they pretty big fish that they're pulling out of the lake? Uh, Well, unfortunately, we were out on the water for eight hours and caught two fish, and we caught two fish within a matter of five (laughs) minutes, and that's no lie. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So, and it's just, that's the way it goes, but we caught lake trout and, and brown trout, so, but you can catch some mighty, mighty big fish out there. It's like the ocean, Lake Superior, you know. It is like the ocean. It's it's massive, and it's very dangerous. It, it was interesting ships, to hear them. Ships have been lost at sea in the uh, Great mm-hmm. Lakes. Yeah, well, Lake Ooh. Superior especially, uh, we talked a lot about it, and uh, people, people probably heard the wreck of the Evan Fitzgerald. That's a great song. Mm-hmm. What's, I was just going to sing it. Yeah. And what's interesting about it is <laughs> when you hear that song, at least when I heard it for years, I assumed it was like about some wreck in like 1842. That's, that's like a, a ship that went down in 1974 or five. I mean, pretty, oh, that recently. Yeah. Uh, because that's how dangerous that the yeah. Lake Superior, according to seasoned sailors is more dangerous than any ocean because apparently it acts like a bathtub. So when it gets whipped up, the water just, you know, across the lake sloshes back and forth. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. it's not that simplistic, but so it gets ridiculously choppy. <laughs> Quick. Just imagine it. I'm just, <laughs> you're, you're very familiar with choppy bath waters. I'm a, don't, I don't want to hear any more about your high. Your what, you mean the, you, the great jazz, the great jazz musician, Choppy Bathwaters, Choppy Bathwaters. <laughs> he was great. Show, he was around the title. 1920s. He had some classics like "Bubbles in My Eye" and <laughs> "Down the Drain Goes My Love." Choppy Bathwaters. <laughs> anyway, how did we get here? I don't know. After talking about Gitchigumi. Yep. <laughs> so. Let's see what else. Oh, I'm going to be in Albany uh, on, let's see, which day is that? I think it's Wednesday the 8th to talk about content marketing at the Haney's Conference. And then following that, we're in Shushmid. 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 If you're attending Shushmid and you want to join us for our live podcasting, let us know. Email Jackie at Jackie at thinkinterval.com. We'd love to have you join us. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that's it for announcements. Anything else? Did you want to mention the uh, boat cruise? Oh, yes. Yes, we still have room for the boat cruise. If you are coming and you would like to go, again, let Jackie know, and we'll get you on the list. That's Monday night. Cont- yes, October 13th. 13th, yes. Indeed. Just contact wow, that's, me for all your Shishman needs. <laughs> that's like three weeks away. That is insanity. I know. It's insanity that's three weeks away. I can't even... I don't want to talk about it anymore. It just makes my head hurt. <laughs> the, the days on, are just then. flying by way too fast. I know. I totally agree. Fall usually does. Fall, you bastard. Damn, you fall. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's get to it. Let's talk about Joe Public 2 Embracing the New Paradigm. If you haven't heard or you're not aware, the book is now available. Now available for sale. Go to JoePublic2.com. Uh, when you get there, you'll see you have some options. You can get the hardcover for $29 or an electronic version for $19. Uh, you can get a version for your your iPad, for your Kindle, or just a PDF, whatever you need. Uh, you can also read about the book at JoePublic2.com. We have uh, information about it, table of contents. We have reviews. And you can download a sample chapter for free if you want to kind of figure out uh, even beyond what we're going to talk about today on the podcast. If it's worth your dough. If it's worth your yeah. dough, Ray, me. Maybe we should, maybe we could give the podcast listeners a promo code or something even. I'm just throwing that idea out there. Not, not even something we've talked about. I'm just throwing that <laughs> out there now. You, you keep doing Psych. that to us. You did that to us last time. Maybe we could bundle it all together and offer it for a dollar. And we're like, well, we could do that now that we've talked about it on the air. Yeah, maybe we'll give you a discount or not. <laughs> maybe we could. Maybe we could. We'll have to figure out how Wouldn't to do that. that be a bad though. idea. Yeah. You have to, with promo codes that can be shared, then you have to figure out how to validate them. Yep. So. Yep, yep. Maybe but you can shoot us an idea. email. Shoot us an email or something. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll figure, figure something out. out. Okay, so uh, a couple other things. What we thought we'd do is just kind of glance through the book and give you uh, an overview of what's in there. Uh, just a couple things to mention that you also get with the book. Uh, first of all, anybody who buys the book is enrolled. Uh, you have a chance to opt out if you want, but you're enrolled in the Joe Public Book Club, which means as time goes on, you're going to receive additional content like uh, right when you buy the book, you get all you get an automatic, or, or right away you get a uh, a new case study that's not even in the book, but related to the content of the book. So we'll be doing more case studies. Uh, we'll probably be doing some online conversations or chats with Ab and I, uh, who is co-author on the book. Uh, we may be doing uh, other kinds of content, and you will automatically get all of that just for having bought the book. Uh, also, though you don't need to buy the book for this a supplemental tool that we've created called the Interval Audit. It's actually a digital marketing audit. Uh, We're not going to talk about it too much today because we want to save it for another podcast because it deserves its own podcast. It's a pretty amazing tool. It's free to use. Uh, You can go through at least 30, I don't know how many there are, 33, 35 areas uh, of digital marketing and assess, basically benchmark yourself against the leaders and the laggers in the industry and learn what we think is important in terms of execution of your digital marketing strategies. So it's a phenomenal tool. Uh, we have a lot more that we want to do with it. 
but it's out there right now if you want to begin using it, Interval. You just go use the uh, URL, intervalaudit.com. But it's a supplement to the book because the book doesn't get into the nitty-gritties because if we did that, the book would be uh, outdated in about four months. Mm -hmm. And it'd be huge. And it would be a very thick book, much Mm -hmm. thicker. So what's in the book? Well, the book is subtitled The Strategic Guide to Digital and Content Marketing for Hospitals and Health Systems. Uh, And so... The book is kind of divided into two parts. The, the two main parts are digital marketing and content marketing. But there is some other content that surrounds that. And it really is a strategic guide. <clears throat> it is, it, it's our belief that if you're going to embrace these disciplines, you have to have the right strategic perspectives and framework in place. Otherwise, it doesn't matter how great you are at SEO or website design or Facebook or whatever. Uh, Using all of those tools, of course, is very important. Uh, Keeping up with how to use those tools, all the digital tools, uh, let alone content marketing strategies, that's all important. But you've got to start at the top because this is a significant, significant change. In fact, it's a paradigm shift, as the title might be. Oh, good one lead you to believe <laughs> yes and we should you know i always love talking about paradigm because it's a, it's it's a cool word you guys ever use that in your everyday vocabulary probably not which one paradigm paradigm <clears throat> i'm gonna use it more that i know <laughs> well <laughs> good well that's good a, a paradigm is usually it's scientific in nature but it's when there's such a fundamental shift in thinking that it pretty much changes. It doesn't just change how you think about one thing. It changes your worldview. So a classic example of a paradigm shift is going from thinking the world is flat to understanding that the world is round. What? <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, the the deal with that is it you know anything that significant takes a long time to take hold. Because you're basically changing a belief system that's been around for probably centuries. So people don't want to believe it even when they're presented with the evidence of it. So it takes a long time for it to take hold. And it really does impact so many other things. So obviously, knowing that the world is round doesn't just change, you know, okay, well, now we need to make a globe instead of a flat map. It changes so much when that, when, in the centuries where that, you know, became to be known it changed trade, it changed, you know, political power, it changed so many different things. So that's how big a paradigm is. And that's what when we say embracing the new paradigm, we believe we're in a paradigm shift in healthcare marketing. Now, it's not as big as the world is round, uh, but it's kind of that dramatic, don't you think? Yeah, you could get killed for believing it. I know that much. <laughs> Which is true with a lot of scientific paradigms. Good point. Uh, you're probably not going to get. You're probably not going to die literally, but your career could die figuratively Ooh. Oh. if you don't embrace the new paradigm. <laughs> nice, the, nicely put. <laughs> the new paradigm, in our perspective, is essentially that for as long as there's been hospital and health system marketing, the predominant form of marketing, the number one path, the biggest spend, where we spend the most time where we have the most emphasis, any way you look at it, the biggest, baddest, bestest way we went out there is with giant mass advertising promotional campaigns. 
Mm-hmm. Anyway, you want to slice and diet, dice it. That has been essentially the two of the three legs of the stool. If you want right. to use a and, really even, and even if it's not, and even if it's not a, a, a massive campaign per se, it's it's rely it's defaulting to and continuously relying on the forms of media that you would you know you would typically use in a in a massive ad cam- mass ad campaign. Right. So bill billboards, television, you know the things that just become the the defaults. It's yes. like, well, that's what we do. Let's do it. That's the default. That's the way to put it. It's the default marketing approach using mass advertising channels and combining that with promotional messaging. And the new paradigm, uh, for all kinds of reasons, which the book gets into, is about moving away from that uh, to embracing things like digital marketing and content marketing. Digital marketing primarily is an alternative to mass, though direct also plays a role there. And content marketing as a alternative to promotional marketing. So that's what the book is about. And it obviously, for those of you that know about Joe Public Doesn't Care About Your Hospital, it's building on ideas from that book, which was released three years Mm -hmm. ago. Uh, This book is much more uh, hands-on, whereas the first book was a a really kind of a manifesto, if you want to, that's what we literally called it, uh, because it was arguing for change. There's a little bit of argument for change in this, but but the book assumes that you that you believe in that change and it shows you how to make the change happen. That's what the book is about. Mm -hmm. So just kind of walking through the chapters, I literally have a book in hand so you can hear me fold the pages because that sounds, that sounds (laughs) way more authentic. Sounds authentic. (laughs) Let me flip open. Oh, it smells so good. New books smell so good. If that's the only reason you buy it, it's just to get that new book smell. So I have mentioned that, Adam is a, a co-author on this. Uh, so many of the ideas and content that, that are in here, particularly, not just exclusively, but particularly in the area of digital, stem from his amazing brain. So, Adam, you you and I need to, to speak in here. And, and Jackie, you can weigh in as well. But I just want to make sure that's clear. So, part one is about digital marketing. <clears throat> so, after the introduction that kind of sets the stage, there are four four chapters here. Chapter one is called Breaking Our Addiction to Mass Advertising. And it's really building on a, uh, a, a pretty popular blog post that I wrote mm, three years ago. My Joe McGuire, Jerry McGuire letter to the... Jerry, sure. Jerry's brother. Jerry McGuire memo to the industry. <laughs> Basically kind of making once and for all the argument that hospital advertising is needs to become last on the list, not first. So it's just set up for the idea that mass advertising should be replaced by digital. And that gets us to chapter two, which is the digital marketing mindset. And this really just talks about how this is really a significant shift in how you think. This is not just incremental change where now you got to fold in some SEO and some web stuff. And uh, this is fundamental. Yes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You guys agree with that, obviously, because you've read the book. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. Yes. And so you kind of have to have that background before you get into the the more concrete steps to take, um, because you really do have to think about it that way. Otherwise, you're you're never going to get there. The way, in my mind, the mental model is this is like a bridge that you got to cross. The existing paradigm is where you're standing today, or... 
the classic, here's the cliched metaphor that everybody uses with reform, where you're standing on a dock and there's a boat that's going to take you to the future. And you got one foot on the dock and one foot in the boat. And you can do that for a while, but essentially you just got to commit and go right into the boat, even though you may not know where it's taking you. Unless you're Van Damme and you can do like tr- the amazing splits. Yeah. You could probably keep one foot in the boat and one on the dock while it pulls away. You're still not going to get very far from the dock that you're way. You're right. You're right. You're going to fall in eventually. <laughs> for that, for that <laughs> one gonna, guy. If, yeah. you, <laughs> if you think that uh, whatever his leg span is of six feet off the dock is where you need to go, then again, you're not really looking at it the right way. We're talking about miles into the distance, not six feet of a split. But, but that's good. That's true. You can stretch for a while, but eventually something's going to break and it's not going to yeah. be pretty. <laughs> so you really need to have that mindset to start off. So that's chapter two. Chapter three is what we call the, the attributes of digital marketing mastery. And there are four of them. Uh, let me pull them up here so I can read them to you. Uh, what these are, basically, we developed these over the past year. And they constitute what I would call a vision for where you want to be with digital marketing. And they're very, very concrete uh, in terms of, you know, there's four of them. So they are, you want to have, you want to be digitally driven, content relevant, brand powered, and goal oriented, mm-hmm. which by them sounds, sound kind of vague, but we give a lot of markers and even sub markers for what that means. So let me give you an example here. Uh, markers of a digitally driven digital marketing discipline. So again, all of these are, if you want to master digital marketing, you want to be hitting on in all four of these areas. And if you're doing that, that's a sign to you that you're mastering it and you've crossed that bridge. So one of these digital, you know, there's four attributes. One of the marketers of digitally driven, which is the first attribute, is Digital strategies and tactics account for more than half of the overall marketing budget and are fairly represented on the marketing staff and in the external freelance slash consultant mix. Okay? So Mm -hmm. talking specifically about budget, there is a benchmark you can use. Is half of your marketing budget assigned to digital? Now, there are some organizations that are there that are some that are close, but I would venture to guess the majority of hospitals and health systems are not close to half. And That's and a safe bet. Yeah. And in fact, are probably far enough away that they would look at that and go, holy crap, how are we ever going to get there? Mm-hmm. Right? And then even below that, we have, you know, that's just one marker of being digitally driven. For that marker, we have some sub-markers. So the first one says, mass advertising is no longer the biggest portion of the overall marketing budget. That's another sign that you're digitally driven. And again, given how expensive mass advertising is, it usually is the biggest part of any marketing budget. So Mm -hmm. if it's not anymore, that's especially if it's being replaced with digital marketing, that's a good sign. Mm -hmm. Right. So chapter three is full of that, full of all of these guideposts for you to use. So you can kind of assess, well, where are we at from a strategic perspective? Again, drawing a distinction between a strategic perspective and these attributes, which, which to us are 
for the most part, strategic in nature, and the audit that we have that's online, which is very much about practical use of digital tools like social media yep. or websites or SEO. Okay. And then chapter four is a case study of digital transformation featuring our old pal, Chris Boyer. And it's a great case study because Chris shares a lot about what he's done since he's moved to his new organization. Well, I shouldn't say new. I think he's been there for two years now. Yeah, a few so, years. So what's that? I said, yeah, a few years at least. Yes. He's Associate Vice President of Digital Marketing at North Shore LIJ Health System. So you've all heard us talk about him. He's a recognized leader in digital marketing in the healthcare space. Uh, he was kind enough to allow us to use him as a case study to demonstrate what he's trying to do to move that organization. That's why he was explicitly hired, was they recognized we're stuck in the old paradigm. We need to move to the new paradigm. We need somebody who gets this. And Chris mm -hmm. is on that journey. He's on that odyssey we mentioned before. <laughs> <laughs> and he, sh he shares, you know, what steps he's taken, the challenges he's faced. Uh, so it's a nice real-world example of an organization that's trying to get there. So that's Digital Marketing Mastery, part one. Part two is, surprisingly, Content Marketing Mastery. So, again, digital marketing is replacing the mass channel approach from the old paradigm. And content marketing is replacing promotional marketing, which is really about messaging and content. So how are you actually drawing people in? What are you saying to them? What are you providing to them? Uh, the existing paradigm is all about us. It's all the chest pounding, look at us, we mm -hmm. rock kind of messaging. And we need to move away from that, like we've been saying for as long as we've uttered the words, Joe Public doesn't care about your hospital. That's one of the reasons why you need to move to content marketing. Mm -hmm. So chapter five is called our selfie problem. And it uses the metaphor or analogy of selfies that basically that's what promotional marketing is. It's like your billboards, a giant selfie of yourself. That's <laughs> redundant, but that's what it is. <laughs> uh, so chapter six is about well, what do we mean by this? And in, in, we're trying to make a distinction here. Uh, we define content marketing very specifically as messages and content that you provide to your audiences that are not intended to sell them something. They're intended to provide value for whatever reason. So you're not promoting a service. You're not trying to land a patient. You're trying to help, in, in our case, hospital and health systems, help people stay healthy, help educate them. Uh, whatever it is, it's just not about the sale. Mm -hmm. So hospitals and health systems have been doing this type of thing for years, years and years and years. So a classic example of this would be, hey, you're at the county fair and you're doing a blood pressure check. That's content marketing. It's a, it can be content marketing. You're providing blood pressure service for free to the community. You're not trying to sell anybody anything. You're trying to build your brand or whatever your goals are for that. Mm -hmm. So that's not new. What's new to us is the idea of what we call going vertical with content marketing. And we explain that a little bit more in the book because we use the one of the, the ways to embrace all of this is to think about things from a horizontal and vertical standpoint. Vertical just means uh, those big, hairy marketing initiatives that you have, the big ones that you have maybe three or four a year, 
So a lot of times that might be launching a new service, promoting a specific service line, uh, whatever it is. Those are almost always promotional in nature. What we want is folks to, to move away from that and instead embrace content marketing as a solution to achieve the same goals that you would have tried to achieve in the first place. So let's say that, hey, we are charged with driving cardiology volumes up 10% in 2015. That's going to lead to a, a marketing plan and a giant cardiology campaign in the market. Normally, those campaigns are all about your awards, your doctors, your you know, your patients, whatever. We want you to use content marketing instead for all kinds of reasons that are outlined in the book. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's going vertical. And then we have a case study. Another case study. This is from Advocate Health in the Chicago market. Poster child case study for content marketing and going vertical with content marketing. It's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You might have heard of it before, and I think we've mentioned it. It's called The Stories of the Girls. It's about breast cancer awareness uh, and breast health. That's what the content marketing angle is, uh, and you can read about it. It's phenomenal. It's a great, great case study. Yeah. So that's content marketing mastery. And then we have the final chapter is how do you prepare the organization for this new paradigm? Because even if you believe in all this and you know what to do, this is such a dramatic change that you're going to have to prepare your organization and and continually educate and lead them in this direction. Because so much of it is contrary to what we know and do, especially Mm -hmm. for those that are not experts or experienced in marketing. And it can be the most difficult part of all of this. Because... Again, convincing leadership or physicians that you're going to go out in a significant strategic way, but you're not going to use the old flashy billboards and you're not going to trumpet your awards and your good-looking doctors, that's that's not an easy sell. <laughs> what was <Nice>. that? <laughs> that was my good-looking doctor purr, purr or growl. Adam's cat. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Not to be confused with my Wookiee. Your Wookiee? <laughs> Actually, the, the face you made is better than the noise you made. <laughs> that was a great face. <laughs> Looks like a Wookiee who got his private part squeezed by like, a tree branch. <laughs> it happens. That's what about an, Ewo- like. an Ewok? It can happen. So that's the book. Uh, there's some other stuff scattered in there, but that's the, there's a closing, there's an intro. We've got resources that we highlight, but we're very, very excited to have this out. Uh, we've seen a need from it almost from the day that Joe Public One came out, uh, which did have some guidance on how to make the change, but it was really not mm-hmm. the point of that book. This book is really a field guide for change and how yeah. do you make it and what does it look like? So we just have heard time and time again that folks are struggling with that, even if they buy the premise behind it. And we hope this book will help them. So, so yeah, it was an odyssey to get to this point. That's why one of the reasons why we didn't have a podcast last week. And mm-hmm. we love big words like that, like odyssey, odyssey and paradigm and manifesto. Are those big words, oh, Jackie? How about <laughs> super big? <laughs> Way too big for this gal. (laughs) (laughs) 
Those are fine speaking, words. They're robust yeah. words. They are. Speaking speaking of bust and uh, stories of the girls, <laughs> you reminded when you started talking about that particular case study, you reminded me a little bit of, of a of a movement that I ran across this weekend on uh, Facebook called Check One Two. Have you guys seen this yet? I can no. imagine. Well, it's it's uh it's 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 the the dude's version kind of it's the it's about testicular cancer and making sure you're checking yourself. Hence, check one two. Um, but the whole the movement is kind of about the one of the big parts of the movement, and they encourage you to post pictures to social media to help raise awareness. Is all about grabbing your crotch. So these the picture is if you see if if the movement catches hold, expect to see pictures on on Facebook or wherever else of. Dudes, gra- dudes grabbing dudes or, or women too. There are pictures of females doing it too, but in, in effort to raise awareness of checking yourself for uh, females grabbing their own crotch or grabbing a guy's crotch. No, grabbing. It's, it's all about grabbing your own crotch, since that's kind of the point of checking yourself for testicular cancer. Yeah, Not but through your a, genes, a woman, typically. Except for uh, except for a woman couldn't do that. So <laughs> I'm I'm saying that they are they are helping raise awareness of it by raise by awareness imitating it. I don't know if that's well, that's not part of t- checking yourself for testicular cancer. I don't think part. Who put this out? Put this out. Put uh, this out. <laughs> I'm Air not sure quote. who's uh, behind it. Behind it. Um, <laughs> uh, so the hashtag is feeling nuts. The uh, website is nice. check one two dot co dot uk. So uh, oh, that would lead, lead me to believe well, it, is, it is based. But um, you know, a lot of the 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 movement behind it so far has is not necessarily just been uh, like UK based. Um, I saw it because I follow Steel Panther and their uh, <laughs> Steel <laughs> and, they, and they were they were pulled into the mix to help promote it because they're a perfect uh, perfect. Uh, uh, I don't know, band, I guess, to be uh, grabbing their own crotches. So anyway, it's it's obviously a worthwhile movement. Whether or not it's a tasteful way to uh, raise awareness, I don't know. Uh, but if it does its job, you know, kind of like we talked about with other movements we've talked about, then I guess that's good. If it can save lives or testicles. Very interesting. I'll have to watch for that one. I'll have to anxiously await for that to pop up on my Facebook feed. Pop up. Pop up. <laughs> okay. You got nobody could see us doing air quotes that whole time, so now retroactively apply no. air quotes to everything you heard. <laughs> like absolutely everything. All right. We can't we can't we can't end the podcast without talking about something like television or movie related though too. Did you and this is a, here's a quick one. Uh Chris, did you see the new I, I throw this to Chris because I know Jackie, do you have Netflix? Yeah, yeah. Do you have Netflix? Well, I do, but I probably am not did not watch what you're gonna reference. Uh, okay. Well, no, they, Netflix put out a new, a new website at spoilers.netflix.com. So, so basically, oh. it's all about um, rather than preventing spoilers, encouraging it. Um, and they, so basically, if you go in there and click like, so on the homepage, you can click like spoil yourself. It'll take you to a page where it's like, are you sure you're good? You want to spoil it? And then you click yes. And they're going to play some clip from a movie that totally spoils the whole damn movie for you. <laughs> So in this case, I just clicked it, and it's playing the scene of the Ghostbusters blasting Gozer up at the top of the tower. That's uh, no fun. I, oh, you just one, spoiled that, that for everybody. The yeah, one that I clicked first wanna, was... What if oh, they haven't seen Ghostbusters? You just blew oh, wait a minute. it. You didn't have any oh, choice. Crap. Crap, I watch crap, that crap. tonight. Yeah, right. I, was just, I just clicked it, and I didn't want to be spoiled for Battlestar Galactica, because I might actually watch that. 
Oh, 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 Reservoir Dogs. Well, now I'll have to put like a uh, Ghostbuster spoiler alert on this podcast. Yeah, that should be the title <laughs> of the podcast: Ghostbuster spoiler <laughs> alert. I think we're gonna use. I think we got to use choppy bathwater. <laughs> yeah. I think I think we do too. We do. Unfortunately. All right, we got to wrap it up. We got a hard stop, which is one of my least favorite terms, but it's true. Hard it's stop. Wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right. So, for the Arrogant Healthcare Marketing Bastards, this is Chris Bevelo, Jackie Olson, and Adam Meyer. We will talk to you next time. <laughs> Bye. Yeah.